This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvis, letting you know, you folks, I need to hear from some of you. and Let me know where you're listening from. Tell me what, what area of the city or the town you're in. Do me a lot of good. Just gives us a little more information. My email address is pastor at radiomissions.org, or you can call me at area code 225-664-8658. Our regular mail address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. The Old Trailblazer broadcast, this is Pastor Albert Pendorvis. Trailblazer broadcast here coming out from uh, the First Baptist Church of Algiers and, and uh Folks write me and say, Trailblazer, what are you all about? I said, well, I'm just an old country boy. The Lord picked up, saved me, gave me grace to come here, and put me here as a pastor of the First Baptist Church of Algiers, and uh, leads me day by day, leads me day by day as the world rushes on, and we, we hear just a... Just some old sinners the Lord saved, and we're getting out the gospel, and others may come to know the Lord. And I just praise the Lord for it, and I praise the Lord for these studies on the Antichrist Bible, the RSV Bible. And folks, I'm getting comment now from all over the country. Oh, they're not all good. Some folks tell me I ought to get off there and get a life. But I tell them just to just to be patient. Just be patient. And I want to I want to just keep bringing you this study. We've just coming down close to the end of it now on the RSV Bible the 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 uh mis misquotations and the rever revisions that they have made uh, away from the King James authorized version so we we're, we're just here day by day just the old trailblazer and i wish you'd sit down and write me let me know what station you're hearing me over i'm i'm conducting a little survey i need to know if anybody listening to this station if there's nobody listening if i don't hear from some of you I'm not asking you for money. I'm just asking you to write me and let me know that you're listening. If you are, I'll keep the broadcast going there. But if not, I'll move it. i got plenty of other stations that would love to have the old trailblazer. And they're pounding my desk now wanting, wanting us to come there. But because of limited funds, we have to watch what we're doing. So we're bringing you this study. If you will, sit down and write me. And my mailing address is the old trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And we're bringing this study now looking at the, the last of the compound names of uh, Jehovah, and that is Jehovah Rai, S R A hyphen A H. And it means Jehovah, my shepherd. And we looked there in our last study about how the shepherd goes out after the lost sheep. And I read the 23rd Psalm to you, and I feel definitely led. Read it again at this time. I don't believe you've read it lately. Maybe you have, but it would be a good thing to do at this time. Let me just, let me read it for you. The Lord is my shepherd. That means Jehovah. The Lord Jehovah is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now that's Jehovah, Jehovah Rai, my shepherd. Listen now. He maketh me to lie down. He restoreth my soul, and he prepares a table for me. And surely it's his goodness and his mercy that will follow me all the days of my life. I wish you'd go there. And uh, if you would, uh, put that 
put that uh, 23rd Psalm to memory. Most of us learned it when we were young, but now we've gotten older, and it get, gets away, doesn't it? But let's go back and redo it. But we find uh, one thing we found in our last study. Uh, the, shepherd, the shepherd feeds his flock. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd, gather the lambs with his arm, carry them in his bosom, and gently lead those with young. We stop right there, where the Lord leads those that were with young. What does that show you? shows you the tenderness of the Lord. We find here that the shepherd will feed his flock. It's a marvelous thing that, uh, to sit at the feet of the Lord and be taught of him and let him feed you. He, ju he knows just how to feed the sheep. He just he knows just what we need. Then to think he gathers the lambs in his arms. I want to tell you, my friend, the greatest thing in the life of a believer is to be folded in the arms of Jehovah, my shepherd, the Lord, my shepherd. And then he says he carries them in his bosom. Oh, listen, my poor old mourner friend. Listen, uh, we have a gracious song here. Oh, my poor old mourner, when the world's on fire, do you want God's bosom? Don't you want God's bosom to be your pillow? Hide me over, <coughs> excuse me, in the rock of ages. Rock of ages, <clears throat> cleft for me. We call that the fire song here. We sing it in our auditorium often. <coughs> and I want to tell you, my friends, there's nothing like resting upon the bosom of Jehovah, my shepherd. Then he says. Oh, he leads them gently. No mother can lead a child more gently than this great shepherd can lead his children. I'd rather cast myself upon him to be led by him. I would rather fall in his arms and rest upon his bosom. He is all in my all in all. Do you know him as your shepherd? You say, well, I'm saved. Do you know him as your shepherd? Or you just got a cloak of religion? As the old uh, fellow said, maybe you just joined a church back there somewhere. But is he your Lord? He, comes your, he becomes your Lord long before he becomes your Savior. Do you know him as your shepherd? Does he lead you gently day by day, feed you on green pastures, prepare a table before you, no matter about all the fiery darts of Satan, how they come on you like a flood? Does the Lord, can you look up and say, thank you, Lord? Oh, listen, my friend, as we conclude this study here today on these compound titles, there's ten of them in all. Do you see what the modernists have tried to do when they make light of the name Jehovah? They say it's a name that came out of superstition and was slipped into our Bible by mistake. That's what they say. You know, men are so ignorant and so cruel. I was speaking to a pe preacher the other day, and uh, he wanted to talk about it what we believe here, and I began to tell him about we believe and preach the sovereignty of God and the predestination of God and the, those things. He said, you're not a Calvinist, are you? You don't believe in election, do you? Just like that. That's the way he said it. And I said, yes, sir, I sure am. I'm a Calvinist, and if you're not one, you'll be one five minutes after you get to heaven. He said, that's all nonsense. He said, that's only nonsense. That's all that is. And, and it, it made my heart sick. Oh, and then I spoke to another man here in the bookstore the other day. He was a Jew, a Jewish man, a nice man, a gentle man. And we got to talking. And, and of course, he doesn't believe the, uh, the uh, New Testament. 
He said the New Testament was written by a newsboy on the corner of, in New York City. That, he's making fun. Oh, listen, my friend. Listen, these modernists have literally ruined, literally mutilated, literally cut to pieces everything that's worthwhile in our Bible colleges when they have eliminated the name Jehovah and relegated to the scrap heap of supervision. I'm throwing everything I have in the breach, my friend, for you, that you might come to know the Lord. You who are listening, that I might uh, put a roadblock in your path to keep you from going to hell. Listen, brother. Listen, brother. Sit up there in your chair and listen. If you're not saved, you're on the road to hell. Don't don't turn that dial. That thing liable to blow up, and you'd wake up in eternity lost. I'm telling you, my friend, we're speaking about eternal things here. We're speaking about eternity. All of those things. The Bible, my friend, is God's word, whether you believe it or not. Who are you to put yourself, to pitch your little will against the word of God? Listen now. Believe it and be saved. Disbelieve it and, be, and go to hell. You disbelieve. The Bible says you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And that's one of the reasons why these infidels and modernists and skeptics and agnostics have done their best to tear down God's word, the true word of God, because you uh, never hear the truth. You won't be saved. I tell you without equivocation, you don't ever hear the truth. You won't be saved. You say, well, what about all those in Africa where they've never heard those those uh, those folks that have no, well, my friend, they're in the Lord's hand. I don't speculate on that, and neither should you. No, my friend, just ask the Lord, what about you? Don't worry about those fellas. Don't worry about those fellas over there in, in uh, those Muslim countries where they've never been, never heard of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't worry about that. That's not your business. What about you? Did you know you can be in the biggest church in America and still be lost and on your road to hell? Just going to church doesn't save you. Going to church don't make any difference, my friend. No. No, whoever told you you had to go to church? You know what a church is? It's a, a group of called-out folks. Surely I believe in assembling ourselves together, and we do that here. It's because we, uh, what the Lord tells us to do. But, oh, I belong to the church. I have people tell me, I belong to the big church up there on the hill with the tall steeple and the stained glass windows, and I was baptized under Dr. So-and-so. Well, Dr. So-and-so, if he doesn't know the Lord, he's on the road to hell too, brother. Listen now. I've been asked this question. Uh, will, will these folks who have rene renovated and relegated this Bible, uh, uh, this RSV Bible, those who uh, tore it all to pieces and substituted, will they ever get their program over? Yes, they're getting it over. They're putting it over lock, stock, and barrel, my friend, and there's no hope of stopping it unless the Lord comes. You asked how they're putting it over, and we're going to get into that in our next study, telling you uh, how that their first move was to involve or infiltrate the larger denominations with this damnable Bible. And it is, my friend, it's a terrible piece of, a piece of work. But it's, it's made to deceive. It's made to, dis, to where you would, and there's enough of it there for you to believe. And you think, well, surely, surely it has holy Bible on the front of it. But my friend, it's not holy. It's an unholy piece of goods that some folks now, many of them have gone on out into eternity. And whether they ever got saved or not, we don't know. But my friend, listen, 
If they didn't, they wake up in eternity lost. And rue the day they tampered. Rue the day that they tampered with God's word, my friend. Now, I just, I just have to be plain with you. Folks who tamper with God's word had better be mighty, mighty, mighty careful of what they do and what they say. And I tell you that with a, with a clean and a pure heart and in a heart of pathos and in a heart of love that you don't tamper with God's word, my friend. Oh, listen, no. Let me read you something. Let me read you something here in the book of Revelation while I have a minute. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the tree of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Oh, listen, my friend. Listen. Old John, gracious old John there on the Isle of Patmos. The Lord let him be sent there in exile to write the book of Revelation. And he says, He who testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. That's what I tell you. That's what the old trailblazer tells you. May the grace of God be with you, my friend. Don't, 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 don't go out into eternity with your eyes closed. Ask the Lord to open your eyes. You say, well, old trailblazer, I just don't understand. I just don't believe anything you say. Well, my friend, I can't help it because you're ignorant. I can't help it. I wish you weren't. I've been ignorant before. I was ignorant. I didn't know Genesis from, from uh, Revelation. I didn't know even uh, where Habakkuk was in the book. I didn't know any of those things. But the Lord taught me. The Lord stopped by my heart one day, sent the chariot of grace. You ever think about that? I, I used to think about that on occasion. Just a chariot of grace. Oh, uh, I, I wish I could expound on that a little bit, but I don't really have time. I wish you'd sit down and write me. Let write the old trailblazer and tell him that you're praying for him. If you can't do anything else, don't don't criticize me. Pray for me. Just ask the Lord. If I'm out of the Lord's will, you ask him to straighten me out, and I'll ask him to straighten you out. And if you would, help me with the broadcast. Send me $100. I could use several $100 bills right now to go on a new station that folks want me to go on. Remember, my mailing address is uh, the old trailblazer, post office box, 1810 Walker, Louisiana, 70785. You be sure to pray for me. And if you would, write me and tell me what station you're hearing me over. It doesn't matter where it is. Just write me and tell me. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you.